You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Well, how are your quads and uh, glutes feeling today? Yeah, yesterday was super fun. Uh, after timing it, getting really lucky on the timing of Seventh Heaven cracking and the queues being nowhere near like they were on the weekend. Yesterday was pretty terrific, let's be honest. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was definitely firm underneath. And I don't know about you, but I had a couple check ins, you know, a couple reminders that, oh, yeah, whew, she firm, but uh, really nice to see well above 10 centimeters of snow in certain pockets. And uh, yeah, can't get excited about some power skiing again. A few people feeling the burn yesterday in the hot tub too. And uh, yeah, visibility pretty good. I hate that stuff. You know, when it sticks to your goggles, that like little freezing rain, you know, and it just gets stuck there. And uh, you want one of those geeky squeegees to really scrape it off. Yeah, that was that was the first thing in the morning. But uh, yeah, had some great runs yesterday. Hope you did too. And you know what? Uh, maybe we'll today. Well, a few things to take into account today. That's zero centimeters on the stormboard in the past 12 hours and a real change in the wind direction and temperatures as well. So in the past seven days, we've had 33 centimeters a kind of mid-mountain, looking at a base of 125 centimeters on Whistler, but about 80 on Blackcomb at the same elevation. But yeah, yesterday was what? My, minus eight uh, towards the Alpine, maybe even, uh, well, yeah, about say minus eight. Well, today you're looking at just above minus three. Yeah, looking at minus 2.7 at seventh heaven and peak. And uh, yeah, t- t- winds coming in from the south, just bringing in some more, well, uh, Pacific kind of milder air. So uh, we've got a weak system coming in tonight. We're going to bring some snow. I say weak, oh, be uh, maybe similar, uh, a similar dump from yesterday. But I know everybody's talking about the weekend. And uh, I might have to do some rearranging for work. <laughs> maybe, maybe not, but uh, temperatures expected to be uh, below valley uh, bottom, which means, yeah, looking for as much as 30 centimeters on Friday, maybe more. Oh, yeah. And then a steady amount of snow through Saturday and Sunday. So super stoked for that snow. In fact, it's really affecting, I've I've realized, a bunch of travel too. I had a few clients at the restaurant last night who uh, were visiting from, uh, you know, uh, internationally. And a couple things that that factors into. Well, one was that, yeah, they did it because of the Epic Pass. It really does determine, you know, it gives your people uh, a map to work with. Like, okay, well, I can ski for free somewhere. Where shall I look? And Whistleblackcomb has more snow than most right now that includes Colorado and definitely around Mammoth and uh, Lake Tahoe there. Uh, Lake Tahoe, in fact, apparently had temperatures of 60 degrees Fahrenheit last week. So yeah, I'd expect our town to be just getting busier and busier. I think everybody is. So uh, another thing it affects, I'll tell you about that later, actually, because let's finish off the snow report. Yeah, we've got variable visibility today, uh, quite a bit of cloud, uh, calm winds and yeah, um, expected to have a freezing level uh yeah of about 1300 meters i don't know it looks a little high right now because pig alley let me double check again pig alley is still rocking around yeah minus two but the roundhouse minus one right now at 1800 meters and whistle village oh about minus two where we're gonna have a valley high today of minus three 
Apparently, oh, no, sorry, ah, zero degrees. It's currently minus 2.7, but zero degrees due to be the high today with some flurries expected. And the risk actually, according to uh, the, the one weather report, the risk of freezing drivel this morning, but having just opened freezing drivel, freezing drizzle. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but with a wind chill, uh, it might feel like minus three this afternoon, but it'll feel warmer than it has done the past few days. That's for sure. Weather-wise, what more do you want to know for your day? Well, it'll be firm today uh, in, in spots like yesterday, but for your AVI risk, it is considered moderate and alpine and treeline for today's bulletin. And you can expect to see slab formation in recent snow due to increases in wind and temperature over the day today. Mm -hmm. So look for signs of instability like shooting cracks or any recent natural avalanches as well because the AVI danger is going to go up, what with the snowfall tonight as well, over to, to tomorrow and Thursday. Mm -hmm. So be alert to conditions that change with elevation. Oh, great advice. And what else to let you know about weather-wise? Uh, you all know the sun rises in an hour, right? 7.57. And the sun sets at 10 minutes past four. Crikey. And yesterday we had a total of 10 mils of precip. Uh-huh. Um, road conditions-wise, yeah, yesterday was, of course, a little tricky for some people. First thing in the morning before the plows hit the roads, reports of that online. The Duffy remains open just for essential travel only, which is opening up quite a lot of questions about where to go touring locally. You know, people, uh, well, sharing some spots, some other people, you know, are definitely keeping it to themselves and, and quite rightly so a lot of the time, you know. Um, there's a lot to be said for doing your own intel and not blowing up the spots, I believe. But, you know, at the same time, sharing's caring. It's a fine line. So people, yeah, wondering where would be uh, now that the Duffy is inaccessible for touring right now due to that essential travel uh, mandate. Well, yeah, people getting creative as well. And, uh, there's lots to, lots of reports online for people looking to do that. Oh, do, I do want to give a reminder because I've seen some people heading out on the spearhead. Do be utterly cautious on glacier travel this early in the season, if you're going to do it, because those crevasses, oh, Mike Suggett had a story of, uh, finding one guy, two rope lengths down on a crevasse on the spearhead. It is super early season, despite great coverage. And those snow bridges are, yeah, uh, tentatively building. So be uber cautious, make sure you are making some conservative decisions at this time of year as well. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get taken. Not too much actually to crack in today's program. I'll let you know about some program, uh, well, event programming happening at the library today. They've got their outreach at the library, their drop-in, super, you know, private uh, ability for you to talk to uh, Whistler Community Services Society's outreach worker, along with the Whistler Dra Women's Drop-in Center. Uh, sorry, Whistler Women's Drop-in at the library today as well. A reminder though, from the House Sound Women's Center here in Whistler, they're accepting donations for hampers for families in need this Christmas who can't afford to get, you know, all the latest gadgets. And they're looking for donors uh, to contribute to hampers. Or maybe if you, you know, you're in the position to donate a whole hamper, then wow, they're looking for that. But maybe you have some items, new items, be it gloves, toques, toiletries, whatever, to contribute to a hamper. Then uh, the House Sound Women's Center here in, Whis in Whistler, the Spring Creek branch, are accepting donations. And there's a lot of people are doing that 
to a lot of different charities. It's a time of year to, to be charitable, right? Yeah. Rather than just materialistic. Hmm. Uh, an event happening tonight, and it's been happening every Tuesday, is Jam Night with Costa Man at the Whistle Racket Club. That's 6 to 9 p.m. this evening. Along with, what else did I see coming up here? Ha, ah, this is what I wanted to tie in because one of the guests last night at the restaurant I was telling you about was visiting. And of course, the PCR testing and requirements for traveling are now changing, which affects a lot of things, you know. Again, we know. But uh, seeing some adverts online for Whistler testing for COVID screening and travel for employment, that kind of thing. And it is crazy how expensive it is. Like, wow. Like coming back from France, it was 44 euros and they hardly even looked at my PCR test, but, and a lot more accessible than it is here. But if you're looking for resources for people, guests into town, you know, people traveling internationally, and they're not too sure about where they can get testing and that information, uh, a really good website to check them to is Whistler.com, Tourism Whistler's website. They're uh, COVID information and resources for members, but uh, for anybody really there. Lots of information on, uh, yeah, testing for travelers, the best websites, including like the BC Center for Disease Control website, that kind of thing. Because it occurred to me, I was like, damn. Where is the best information to find that for other people visiting? And maybe you're looking to visit your family. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you have any other tips on that, let me know at thewhistlepulse at gmail.com. Happy to share them. And uh, what else was I going to share today? A couple birthdays coming up. Where is it? Um, Louise Frost. Uh, a very, very, very happy birthday to you, Louise. Uh, thrilled to be seeing you uh, later today. Hope you have a wonderful day. And yeah, you're going to get to enjoy some sunshine soon. Stoked for you. Mika Oiwa's birthday is today too. She's an absolute rock star. Um, yeah, she really is. If you know Mika, hell of a, a, a snowboarder too. Her birthday, if you see her, give her a happy birthday for me. <laughs> and, uh, and that's about it that I've got on that radar. But let me give you some throwback facts from Stinky's on the stroll. And one here from 1968 that's kind of cool. Uh, Richard Dodd. Uh, I don't actually know who that is. I should have looked it up. But he returned a library book that his great-grandfather took out in 1823 from the University of Cincinnati. When that moment trip you out, you pick up a book or you take it back and you know that your great-grandfather or great-grandmother for that fact, uh, well, very unlikely in 1823 at a university, unfortunately. But yeah, anyway, uh, really enjoyed reading that fact this morning. A fact here that kind of... It might seem irrelevant at first, but in 1964, sorry, 1964 on this day, uh, Beach Boy Brian Wilson got married. Uh, they later divorced, but Marilyn, his wife, and her sister and cousin were in a group called the Honeys that Brian Wilson produced. But Marilyn and Brian had two daughters, Connie and Wendy, who actually became members of Wilson Phillips. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of like interesting. A bit of music history for you there. One from 1967, a few years later from the Beatles, their Apple Boutique on uh, Baker Street in London. It opened its doors, but the store closed seven months later when it fell foul of council objections over the psychedelic mural painted on the outside. Yeah, that's right. Beatles being radical in 1967. But all the goods from the shop when they closed were given away free to passers-by and to people who had queued throughout the night for a chance of getting a free item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool, hey? One here from Carl Douglas in 1974. He had a two-week run with Kung Fu Fighting. Yeah, it was number one on this day in 1974. It was only recorded in 10 minutes, started out as a B-side and went on to sell over 10 million copies. Yeah, 
A fact here from 1912, too. The bust of Queen Nefertiti was found in El Almana in Egypt. That was this day in 1912. Um, the, uh, the Grateful Dead broke up on this day in 1995. And really tragically, I'm sure you'll be seeing a lot of it in news or culture, you know, stuff today, media, I should say today, about the anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor. Yeah, that happened on this day in 1941. Yeah, wild. But let's uh, let's give you something perky. I've got a great joke here from listener Sally Bennett. She sent this one in. You've got to bear with me because it's a beauty. I'm pretty angry with myself at the moment. I used to know my Roman numerals pretty well, but now I realize I can't even remember the obvious ones like 1, 1,000, 51, 6, and 500. In fact, angry is an understatement. I'm livid. Sort of one you got to see written down. <laughs> Thanks for that one, Sally. She's a beauty. But uh, track of the day that's also a beauty. This one came out, well, years ago, but kind of came up on my radar from David Bowie. He actually uh, released this as a single back in 1966, and it's kind of had some rework and getting back on the release radar. And it's Can't Help Thinking About Me is the track. And yeah, I think it's a good one to ski to. You tell me. But uh, he also said... It's a really sloppy number lyrically. He admitted to this in 1999 in an interview. He said, uh, yeah, two of the worst lines he's ever written that he sings. He says, my girl calls my name. Hi, Dave. Drop in. Come back. See you around if you're this way again. Yeah, not great, actually, David, for you, but at least you admitted it. But I'm digging the track. Hope you do, too. And I hope yourself uh, have yourself a great day, fun up there. And uh, keep building up that leg muscle. You're going to need it for the weekend, that's for sure. But much warmer today. Plan accordingly, because yesterday, shredding that power was toasty, even though it was colder. Mm-hmm. All right, catch you soon. Oh, tomorrow. <laughs> Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.